thanks for bringing Starbucks. Did you get Did you get enough for everybody? No, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you called me in line at Starbucks and didn't even offer. I did treat myself to a, a venti, which is very rare. So I might get more and more energetic. She was sitting. Episode. You were sitting in line and said, "Sorry, I'm running late to record. I'm at Starbucks." And yeah, you I was five just minutes said, late already. You could have just said, "Do you want anything?" But it didn't come out of your mouth. That didn't happen. But also, this isn't a visual medium. But you have four coffee makers of sorts over next to you. So I think you're fine. That is that's actually, that's very accurate. That's true. Wow. Four. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. <laughs> Welcome to the Poptimist Podcast. I'm your host, Billy McCartney, here as always with my sister. Uh, Dagny McCartney. Thank you. You love that you say that like it's uh, like it's answering an answering machine. Yeah. Dagny McCartney. Um, also, your Truman Show intro will never die. Is it Truman Show? I've never seen Truman Show, oh but God. I just know that he's like some good morning, good night, and live forever. I don't know. I remember what I, he I says. saw Truman Show a little bit too young. And by that, I mean, I was like, this is what everything means. My life is a secret TV show. And that really just like framed the way I view the world all the way yeah. up until now. <clears throat> um, honestly, everything I do at all times should be documented for entertainment purposes. Obviously. Where's all of my money? That's why we're making a podcast because everything is about us. <laughs> So what have you? <laughs> so what have you been up to this past week? What you've been watching? What you've been eating? Um, pop culture wise, because it's all past, consumable. This past week, I mean, it's an ongoing thing of watching Sopranos. That's I'm, funny to me. Once I finish it, which will be in like the next week or so, it made me cry and I was mad. Uh, I've decided it's a good show at this point. It took me like five seasons, but when I finish it, we'll talk about that. Uh, what I actually want to talk about is something I finished a couple weeks ago that I never brought up because okay. so many other things were important to me, but Hannibal, I finished that. Oh, Hey, and uh, I love Hannibal and I've uh, never finished it. What a, what a dick. It's wild. I loved it so much that I'm now reading red dragon. Um, nice. Cause apparently red dragon, the movie is terrible, but Sons of the lambs is one of my top five favorite movies. And I don't know how Hannibal was on TV, on network television. Yeah. It is so I violent. Saw, I saw the premiere live. I saw when they, I think it was CBS, NBC. I think it's. I CBS, saw, yeah. I saw when it came on and I was like, I'm into this. But basically what happened with Hannibal was in between season two and season three, I graduated college. Oh. And so, and then it got canceled. Yeah. And I was bummed and I didn't have the energy to go like digging for season three. So mm -hmm. I've never seen season three. Season three. It, I mean, everybody's I great, but Richard Armitage really steals the show. He's so, amazing. Fun fact about the Red Dragon movie, because I know it's not great, but you know the guy who like had his face ripped cut off and yes. fed to pigs and he's whatnot. He's so good in the show. That actor in the Red Dragon movie is Gary Oldman. Oh, so like, and he's just okay. like looks horrible as yes. skin. It's a great. But yeah, and Hannibal, no, you watch him do it. It's wildly violent. I am obsessed with Mads Mikkelsen, and yes. Hannibal is the reason for that. Also, I was watching it with my boyfriend. It was like our show, and he said that he didn't have an accent. Um, that's incorrect. He absolutely he has it. Um, <laughs> he's so like, he doesn't sound okay. Anyway. My boyfriend is a, is a tiny bit hard of hearing and he has nothing but disdain for Hannibal, the TV show entirely <laughs> because he says Mads Mikkelsen doesn't open his mouth when he talks. He doesn't. He really doesn't. That's fine. He's, but I mean, everybody in the show is great. Now that I'm reading it, they changed a lot of genders, which was fun to, yeah, they did. um, like Freddie, the, uh, the reporter. Redhead? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is a man in the they didn't change the name she's still freddy it's but great. uh yeah reading red dragon i'm really just reading the books to see because apparently the end of the show they had to be like okay and we're done yeah, but make it, it as gay as possible and then which yeah, i i they I'm really so did glad. i'm so glad hannah that's true too i remember that when they in season one 
they pulled an episode because something horrible happened in the nation and they were like, okay, this is too dark for yes. TV right now. Yes. It's crazy, but it's a really, really yeah. visually stunning show. Really well crafted. I'm glad you watched it. Now uh -huh. I have to go watch season three <laughs> seven on, years later. It's on Netflix. You have no excuse. Um, um, so me and the boyfriend. Yeah, you go. <laughs> uh, start. <laughs> you go. Your turn. We um, uh, started watching Raised by Wolves on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. We share HBO accounts. And by share, I mean I use people. So I see that you've been watching that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Keep going. Um, so, uh, see, look at that. We're going to have to bleep it again. All right? He's just the boyfriend. Redacted. Just redacted. The boyfriend. <laughs> so the boyfriend watched the first episode because he gets grumpy. He says, I don't have any TV shows that are only mine. And so if you want to play video games, I can't watch any TV. And he's correct. That is what happens. He just has to not watch anything because he can't watch ahead. <laughs> but he watched Raised by Wolves. And the next day he said, I haven't stopped thinking about it. He said, it's good. He goes, yeah. And then he went, ugh. And you'd love it. So watch the first episode so we can watch it together. Mm. So watch the first episode. And now we're about halfway through it. And it's oddly compelling it's very very strange um it's executive produced by ridley scott and he directs the first two episodes Who? i'm joking that was a full-on joke i mean Keep for going. a second i mean that's kind of how relax <laughs> too oh my god i'm just gonna have to bleep him it's because it's in the apartment okay but uh uh um honestly it's it's aesthetically very weird because it's sci-fi that it's like 2020 but some of the costume choices feel very 1960s on purpose oh, but it's you know what it's about nope very Wolf. short synopsis of only the first episode um earth is basically uninhabitable and there is a ship of survivors going to this planet and they are part of a religious sect from earth very very extremely religious yeah someone else sends these two androids in a much smaller ship to get to the planet faster it gets there 12 years early it's a male and female android, and they have embryos, and the female android brings the babies to term. Oh, and okay. And basically, her mission from her creator was mm -hmm. to raise these children as atheists on this planet first, before the religious sect gets here, and they're all that's left of humanity. Um, and then you, that's, that's enough like without that, spoilers. The Jennifer Lawrence movie that was bad. I don't remember what happened. No, because it's, it's all of it is focusing on her, that her as a non-human mother yeah. raising human children and the mistakes she makes. And if that's okay. okay. Um, and it's, but I like, literally I watched the first episode and I was like, all right, I'm in. I mean, this is so, it's like philosophy. It's sci-fi. It's like, it's just good. I was just, and it's. Checks it's, the boxes of things that you correct. It's watch. really, it really feels like they were like, "What's a show Billy's going to definitely watch?" Um, it's, I mean, and after watching um, a lot of Star Trek and Star Trek Picard, it kind of there's so much in Picard about like is Data a human? What it means to be human as a as an android? And they really explore that in a really compelling way. And the actress, the the androids are named Mother and Father, and the okay, all of the father's amazing. Mm -hmm. Mother is giving one of the most incredible performances I've ever seen as a non-human android it's stunning her alone i'm just like she's the show yeah i just want to watch her do stuff we can oh, talk about great. new hbo shows forever we'll save that for more episodes we're but more like, episodes we're gonna make so many yeah we got i mean watchmen and then everything after that has just been great the vow action park all of that <laughs> yeah, class oh action park wow I'll that'll be a whole we'll, we'll have a whole time. thing about the vow because i can't believe you watched that but anyway uh moving right along yeah I know you would like to introduce our guest for the day. I do. Um, so this man, our guest today, once taught me how to talk about a blue parking lot in a very compelling way, and I'll <laughs> never, ever forget it. His name is Noah Norton. Welcome, Noah. Noah. Uh, please, please. Everyone sit down. No, uh, yeah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Noah. It's good. Uh, that was, you know, 
that that blue parking lot one of my favorite places for sure I'm, i refuse I'm, to explain any more of what that means uh you'll have to pay for a tour at yeah Paramount i think it's like 58 dollars now or something like that Yep, yeah. yep. Wow. It's a, it's a price, but I, yeah, he I'm... was very good at teaching me how to talk park, about a parking lot. Had some solid jokes in there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man, what a time. Well, we haven't really talked about that. The good old days. The good old, when Dagny tours, was a, 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 a tour guide. A tour guide at Paramount Pictures. Yeah. Oh, it was so much to... more than that. It was so much more than that. <laughs> we were brand, brand ambassadors. ambassadors. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. We sold people, we sold people on the idea of like, Sonic the Hedgehog and <laughs> Dora like, the Explorer, Dora. which is a great movie. We did the honestly. groundwork on that <laughs> to get that <laughs> in the theater. Uh, several times, I was like, "Have you heard of Rocket Man?" People were like, "I didn't see it." I was like, "Go see it. It's great." Yeah, it I was great. I saw that at Paramount. Yeah, I went. I saw that on on the lot. That we was cranked so, up some good you. stuff during our time there. I've been on Mostly such Sonic a Rocket Man soundtrack kick recently. I don't know what it is, but I listened to good. Saturday Night yesterday. It's yeah. Taron Egerton, man. He's so good. He's so so good. Saturday night's all right for fighting. I do want to. I'll rewatch that sometime. Also, don't sing too much of that. It's probably copyrighted. It's okay. It was less than thirty seconds. So fair enough. I think covers are good. Covers are good. Yeah. Yeah, I can Mm, cover. Yeah. Yeah. Now for the rest of the show, here Mm. is all of Frank Ocean's "Blonde" by me. (laughs) Please sing it all. These bitches want Nikes. So Noah's here with a surprise for us. We have oh. no idea what he's brought in. Right. I mean, we've gotten kind of casual with what the show is, but let's just say. Oh, so let's explain the right? show. Hello. Welcome. We're 10 minutes in. This is The Poptimist, which is a podcast that with me and my sister talk about things in pop culture we love, and we bring in guests to bring in things that they love, specifically things that they love that might not be loved by everybody else. So Noah, what you got for us today? I'm going to bring it up right here. Um so this is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I kind of want to talk about it. It's one of those movies that's just, it's gotten so memefied, and people, like, I, I don't know. When I, it came out, it blew me away when it first, like, came out. It blew my mind. I still consider it one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, it was so good. I was so hyped about this movie. To, to also add context, I don't want to tell you what it is just yet. I want you to, like, <laughs> I was 12 years old when this movie came Paint out. Paint the picture for us. And okay. it's, it, was, it was just so much hype around it because it was my, like, favorite series. And Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Well, now, now you got it. So, no, I'm no, uh, no it, it, and I was so excited to see it. And my parents were like, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. This is going to be like, we're, we're going to go as a family to see it because they all wanted to see it too. And I was like, damn it. And then my friend Timmy saw it at the midnight premiere and he literally told me every single thing that happened in the movie. And I was like, that sounds oh, so God cool. I want to see it. No, I wasn't even <laughs> mad. I was like, yeah. I want to see it. That sounds so awesome. <laughs> so that movie is Spider-Man 3. Right there, and Spider Man Three is if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock, um, if you've been living under a pile of Sandman, it is one of the greatest movies ever put to like theaters. It is a triumph in cinema. Um, People, I one of my favorite things is the criticism about the movie is it has too many villains. What? It has too much action, too many fun characters and cameos. How dare they? How dare they, right? And it, it, it like, critically, critically, they, they, Rotten Tomatoes score gives it, like, a, a 60%, but, like, its audience mm-hmm. score is, like, tanked to, like, 40. I think it's a really good movie. <laughs> and furthermore, I think it's a better movie than Spider-Man 2. Oh. And 1. So, I think it's so the best let's movie. Get, 
Okay, so I because, want you because of the the reaction to this movie when it came out, mm-hmm. and then like years just went by. This is literally the only Spider-Man film I have not seen. Same. The only oh, one. So you're gonna have oh to Timmy God. this for us. This is great. And this is, this is <laughs> and then and then it comes full circle for me now. This is this, well, is, no, this, this is, is beautiful. This is so funny because I have there's um, a couple friends of mine do a podcast called Spider-Man Minute. Mm-hmm. where they break down every movie one minute at a time. And when they got to Spider-Man 3, I kind of was like, oh, hey guys, I'm not going to be a guest on the show because I haven't seen this movie. And they went, what? They're like, it's way better than you think. People shout on it. You need to you need to see it. And I still have it. But I just, I've been thinking about it a lot recently. I think of this like kind of cultural milieu and kind of like how like things recycle in pop culture. And I think it went on to get just go so memeified and people made fun of it. You know, even yep. Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse is probably the best, like, Spider-Man movie, but I'd say Spider-Man oh, 3 is, yeah. like, the second... I'd say it's the best live action for me. I freaking wow. love this movie. Um, cool. It, uh... It... Yeah, I think I think it's now... It's a, it's it's at that point, you know? They say there's, like, a, you know, time pass where you reflect on something and go, was that as bad as we thought it was? You know? And I think <laughs> we're at that point where we're like, wait, hold on. Maybe we just all wanted to hate it, or maybe we couldn't get past the dancing. But underneath it yeah. all, <laughs> it's a good story, great movie. I'm gonna Timmy this thing for you because it is yeah Timmy, yeah. Timmy it for us. So the 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 movie starts off. Spider-Man Two left them in a lot of places where James Franco is like, "Oh, Spider-Man killed my my dad. My best friend is Spider-Man," and that's like right where it leads off. It had an end credit scene where it uh or was it an end credit scene? Spider-Man? Anyways, it had a scene that kind of teased that he was become the new Goblin. So you try to mm-hmm, see mm-hmm. how like Peter Parker wants to like marry MJ and they're having this whole like yeah. discussion about doing that. He gets his blessing from Aunt May and then he sees James Franco, Harry Osborne, I don't know why I was blanking on it, and he's like, Hey, <laughs> maybe we can maybe we can mend fences here and James Franco's mm-hmm. like, Nah, screw you, there's no mending it. And boom, they have a fight. They ha- they have a fight and it's awesome, and he's in his new green goblin outfit. And then Is this like an action fight or it's argument? A great fight it's an action okay. fight, and it ends Great. with spider-man knocking harry osborne out he has amnesia mm-hmm. which already <laughs> sounds kind of funny but he can't remember anything he's like, <laughs> he's like he's like he's like oh i guess we're cool he's like i'm so glad to see my buddy here so then peter's like oh fuck i gotta just I'm sorry cursing but he's like i got a new lease on life you know like i'm about to marry my dream girl all this stuff and everything is just going well they have a parade for him like spider-man day they're like you stay the city so often and it's really cool it's like oh everything's going well <laughs> But something happens where they bring up uh, how his his uncle died, and it turns out that they got the wrong guy. Yeah, and so he's he's like now old wounds are open again. He's like, well, mm-hmm. I gotta find this guy. While he's looking for that guy, that guy has been turned into a Sandman. <laughs> yeah, Sandman, <laughs> Spider Man villain. He, he falls into a, a pit trying to get money to save his uh, trying to get money to save his daughter who has cancer. He's on the run. Very sympathetic. Oh, Very you know, every. So I think you're gonna find with him a bit in the movie. Pretty much every character, with the exception of MJ, but she is just like subse- Like she sucked throughout the whole series. She's like <laughs> she sucks. Pearson Nunn could have bowed no out changing. earlier than exactly. There's no movie. changing her. She just sucks. You know. Yeah. He so he turns into Sandman. He's trying to hold a picture. This is a great moment of it. He's trying to hold a picture <laughs> of his. He's trying to hold a picture of his uh, uh of his daughter. But because he's sand now, because he falls into a machine. <laughs> it's the most comic book thing. He falls into a machine. It sand. really is. There's it's, no explanation yeah. for what they're doing. They're just, he, he just falls, falls into, into like a pit of sand. A pit of sand. And they're like, oh, we're doing a test for sand. And so they, <laughs> and 
and then like and then there's a some someone's like hey i think something fell in and they're like ah probably a bird it'll get out of there once we go and they go and he turns into a giant blob of sand and he's and it's a great moment where he's he's got a picture he's got a picture of his daughter and he's trying to hold it but he can't because he's sand he can't hold the picture and it just keeps falling through I Noah is holding his hand up to the camera, like rotating it. Like, he's trying to hold. like a claw. Like, I'm trying to, but he, he can't. So like, just really quick, I yeah. love, I love this idea that they were like, okay, supervillain origin stories. So the Joker, he fell into a vat of acid and he went crazy. Mm. And this guy, he's a Sandman, so maybe he falls into like a sand mixer and then he turns into <laughs> yeah. sand. And they're like, how's that happen? Yeah. He just does. We have no idea what they were doing. He, uh, uh, by all accounts, he. He did a bank robbery, like, in the city, and somehow he's out, like, in the middle of the desert by the end of this. It's not an airtight movie. The New York City desert. (laughs) Yeah, the New York City desert, yeah. Everything so so far has sounded entirely justified to me. So we're still in a villain origin story, and we already have Green Goblin 2 and Sandman. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what I forgot to mention was an asteroid (laughs) at the beginning of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting. I was like, where's the... The asteroid at the beginning of the movie, this is right before he gets permission to marry MJ from his Aunt May, who gives him the ring that she has from his uncle. So also, those women. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wait, did he get... This is just uh, yeah. very nitpicky. Did he get permission from MJ's parents? Or was he just like, hey, aunt, is this a good M- idea? A- MJ has a, not a, such a good home life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's more he, and not even he really wanted permission from MJ, from Aunt May. They just wanted to give mm-hmm. some screen time to that actress. But yeah, they, they no, she, she basically just says like, oh, you know, I knew I was ready when this, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it was trying to set up like, hey, remember your uncle that died? That's not going away. That's not going it away. It impacted her as well. Okay. So, so an okay, asteroid continue. hit, and, yeah. and and on the little tiny asteroid was a, the Venom symbiote, and it attaches to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And so slowly we see, as he's trying to heal with uh, um, Harry Osborn, James Franco, he's also trying to deal with this this thing. And the thing about the Venom symbiote is it enhances like your aggression and like jealousy and anger. So it starts oh, to like, he starts to act out and he actually kills sandman at one point oh and i did not know that yeah he actually he kills him straight up murder. seemingly which is like not at all what he would do and he, yeah. he goes back to on may and he's like hey the guy that got uh that got uncle ben he's he's mm-hmm. dead now and aunt may's like well like that's sad he's like what do you mean <laughs> like like he, he's bad and he, he's like uh, uncle ben wouldn't want that and he's like, he's like, well, Spider-Man did it. And you know, Spider-Man's always right. And she's like, Spider-Man would never do something like that. And it's kind of like this, like, it's good. It's like starting to go like, ooh, like, this is bad. And so he starts <laughs> to go down this real, like, descent of badness. And he, as a result of that, he and MJ break up. Um, because no. he's, he's... Yeah, he's, because, they, because they do it all backwards. They introduce Gwen Stacy in that movie with Bryce Dallas Howard. Exactly. Yeah, I forgot it's Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard. Yeah, That's Bryce funny. Dallas Howard, Howard is, is, yeah. is... I almost said Gwen Stefani. And, and, two are, and, <laughs> and, and to, like, her credit, like, like she and, like, Spider-Man, like, Gwen Stacy and Spider-Man, like, publicly kiss as part of, like, this parade thing. This is also just driving mm-hmm. a wedge, you just, know? And also, real quick, casting. I think of Bryce Dallas Howard as a redhead and Kirsten Dunst as a blonde. Because she is a natural blonde, and the fact right? that they, they should just flip this hilarious to me. Yeah, she's in a wig, and Bryce Dallas Howard bleached her hair. It's just yeah. amazing. To me. You couldn't have just done it the reverse. Yeah, Kristen Dunst didn't want to be great. there. You know, like I don't know. 
Well, I found out she did too, the upside down kiss by, and then was the like, I'm done. Movie, yeah. She was dying like the front of her hair red and then the rest of it was a wig because she didn't want to dye all of her hair red to play Mary Jane. So only in the first movie is it not a wig, I think. Wow. Amazing. Uh, That's that okay, commitment. Back right to there. it. But anyways, they, they drive a wedge and then this is where the dancing uh-huh. happens. The infamous dancing. Where I didn't know there was dancing. You, you don't know there's dancing? Oh, no. I'm going to have to go oh, look it up after. Whoa. Or you can pull it up now. How- <laughs> Yo, Dagny, portions of this were shot on Paramount's lot. <laughs> were they really? I shit you not. The, the jazz <laughs> nightclub dance scene that's in Spider-Man, and yes, I did say those words aloud. The jazz nightclub <laughs> jazz dancing. Nightclub. Sorry, I just Check this it. out. Oh, yeah. Turn it down and I'll keep listening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just play, just everyone just everyone listening, Dagny, live react to what you were seeing right now. Okay. He's pretending to be asleep. Oh god, they've got Dr. Connors. They're setting up the lizard. And that yeah, never paid off. that was going to be uh, four, I think. But then it just never happened. Hmm. Let me see if I can jump. This is a little early. Yeah, you got to get to the slide. You got to get to the slide. He does like a jazz slide? Oh, yeah. No, no, we're on the street. We're on the street. Oh. <laughs> These women looking at him with disgust as he struts. <laughs> Ooh, some snaps. <laughs> okay. Let's jump ahead to the actual dance. Yeah, I need to see the slide now that no. You gotta see the oh, slide. Oh wait, I see. I got it. Yeah. The points, the finger oh, points the are finger famous. Points. Yeah. Low-key, very good soundtrack accompanying this, by the way. I just gotta say. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, that slide. Oh, oh isn't it Two women gave him a dirty look. Mm-hmm. It's real crisp. He yeah. does a little, little turn after. His strutting is pretty dang great. Man, Tobey Maguire, look at that. Look at him go. I was God. in eighth grade during this movie. And, and you learned the dance? Oh, you know done. what? I'm sorry. Yeah. Did he just come back out? Yeah, oh, he, he changed clothes. Back. Yeah, oh yeah, suit the suit. Now. The suit slide. Oh, he's like boogie nighting it. Now pelvic I love that he's surrounded by women who are afraid of him throughout this whole sequence. You're like, this man's losing his mind. Everybody is giving him the worst look. Yeah. So I was And he turns evil after this? He's so joyful in that. I I know, but that's... No, the the joy is is coming from a sinister place, Dagny. It's it's not a a place of real, genuine joy. But after that, in eighth grade, in eighth grade, I combed my hair just like that. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was the coolest thing. (laughs) Everyone was like, like looking back, people were like, God, that was so lame. The dancing scene. I was like that slick jazz, the black suit. I was like, this is a cool guy. To me, that was my definition of cool. So someone had to explain that to me. Someone had to explain that to me later in life where they're like, oh, no, this is a joke at how it's nerdy cool. Mm. I always thought that was just awesome. <laughs> but Nerdy Cool is a brand that I think you can live by. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, uh, I actually, and this is even, even more embarrassing because we were talking about the symbiote a little bit. As I have not seen Spider-Man 3, I have seen Venom. I, I did oh, come watch on. That. I did watch that movie <laughs> on demand, I think. Oh, oh you gave oh, them money. Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I did. I'll, we'll talk about Venom at the end because I have a little bit. I just yeah. a hot take. But, well, I'll, I'll, um, I'll wrap so it up. Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I'll wrap yeah, it up real quick. Harry, so this. basically oh, it ends up ha- happening that uh, he br- MJ breaks up with uh, Peter. Turns out she and Harry had kissed. They show it kind of a little bit. She and Harry had kissed and kind of reignited an mm. old flame. And he Peter goes seeking his friend Harry. Turns out Harry has just remembered everything. So he, he got his memories back. 
So he turned. So he's back to being evil, and so they have. And he's haunted a little bit by Willem Dafoe, right? We actually yeah, get a Willem, Willem Dafoe, Dafoe is haunting him. Nice. Mm-hmm. Willem yeah. Dafoe, arguably he's the like, best Superman villain ever. Superman's so good. Of any of the franchises, him as a Green Goblin, wow. Yeah. It's terrified. Spider- me Spider-Man the villain. You said Superman. Yeah. What did I say? You Superman. Said Superman. Wow. Wow. My brain. wow. I'm like, fuck, have I, did I missed something? <laughs> we've been talking about man of steel this whole time so good so good um but he's mm-hmm. yeah he he comes back in it tells him hey he killed me you got to go kill him so they end up having this <laughs> fist fight out of their costumes that's really good it's just a it's just a brawling fist fight between mm-hmm. them inside of his apartment and they're kind of just crap talking each other the whole time and spider-man ends up winning and like kicking him through a wall and then harry pulls out a bomb mm-hmm. and is like yeah well here's this and throws a pumpkin bomb and it's one of the most savage moments in in like super history. <laughs> Spider-Man dodges it and then whips it back into Harry's face and blows up Harry's face. It's really oh. dark and pretty I know that. pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, Dang. So and he, he's in the black suit already. Spider-Man is. Yeah. And then yeah. he something happens. I don't know why I'm blanking on this, but something happens, but he realizes, I think it's Aunt May finally gets to him. And they have a heart to heart where he like talks about it and he realizes, oh, this suit. And he gets a call from Dr. Connors and he talked about that it hypes up your aggression. Yeah. He's like, okay, this isn't me and I've lost like love of my life, all this. So he goes mm. and he takes the suit off and his rival journalist, like <laughs> who's also one, who's played by Topher Grace and just happens to be in the movie. His rival yeah. journalist <laughs> is at a church and he and he's he's down below and he's like, Spider-Man? And he looks up. And he realizes that the suit hates noise. So he starts banging on this church bell to get the suit off. And he rips the suit off and throws it. And sure enough, it lands right on his rival journalist. He's right below him. And who also (laughs) hates Peter Parker and wants to see him dead. Topher Grace is playing the character that, um, what's his name, plays in Venom? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. It's the same character. Okay, yeah. They've used that character. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because he should have been. The idea was if there was a Spider-Man 4, Topher Grace would have played Venom. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> it's something else. It's it, it's it's something else. But anyways, he's free of the suit now, so he's on the path mm-hmm. to like heal. And then sure enough, Venom teams up with the now alive Sandman, who they did preface before is still alive, and they take over okay. this this like area, this construction zone, and they like hang a car mm-hmm. with Mary Jane inside of it, and they're like, "Come out, Spider Man." Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, crap, I got to do this thing, you know? And this is kind of the whole climactic buildup. This is what I talked about. There's been like six fights already in this movie. Like, it is a lot. There's so much fighting going on all the time. And I, it like, for an eighth grade brain, that was just the yeah. coolest thing. Like, they're yeah. always fighting. I loved it. And everyone's suit looks really cool. It's very comic booky. Like, people are coming in and out. Yes. And so they yeah. finally they have the final showdown. Spider-Man's trying to defeat two villains. It's really hard. He's having issues. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh man, I'm not gonna be able to do it. But before he goes there, he goes to Harry and he's like, Harry, we both love MJ. Like, can you help me like fight this villain? And Harry turns and reveals that his face is like melted on this side. And he's like, Why would I help you? You know, and it's like, oh man, the sins of what you've been doing, Spider-Man. You know, you just <laughs> you've left a trail of blood in your wake, man. Yikes. And so he goes and like is going to go try to fight them alone and it cuts to harry and his like butler who's been there the whole time comes in and is like you know i i treated your father's wounds spider-man didn't kill him his own glider did like that is what happened the and, power of friendship and wow. so and so then harry's like does he return he's like fuck does this mean i 
And then Spider-Man's trying to fight him. He's getting his butt kicked. It seems like he's going to die. It's over. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Bomb comes in. And Harry and Spider-Man team up and fight. And it's a 2v2. And we had never really yes. seen that, you know, before in, like, yeah. a superhero movie. Yeah. Like, we, we'd seen, like, X-Men. But it was kind of, like, never, like, they're fighting in tandem. Like, it was always individual yeah. fights going on. or it, it was the first time we saw, like, a hero. First of all, a villain become the hero at the end and, like, help Spider-Man. Yeah. And they just, Arguably, two villains become the hero because I mean, Spider Man was a villain at one point. Yeah, in the movie. It, it like there's so much like emotional depth in the movie that I think it's overshadowed by the <laughs> finger guns, and, and end up they end up fighting. And uh, um, you know what? You're gonna just have to watch it because I don't want to oh, spoil that ending. Oh, no, it's, it's 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 a really That's incredible. It's really. It's I do want to watch it honestly. Yeah. you sold it to me. The more so, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, the more I rethink about it, the more I'm like, man, how did people hate this movie? I think everyone just... Honestly, I th- it's the finger guns, and I think at the time, people thought they were going to get Venom in this movie. Mm. And instead, they got emo, comb-over-hair, finger-gun Peter Parker <laughs> with a, a setup of maybe Topher Grace being Venom in the next movie. Do you think? So you think and it's I, the expectations? Yeah, because I remember the hype of that movie being, look at this poster, Spider-Man's wearing the black suit. We're doing yeah. the black suit. Holy shit, we're doing the black suit. And then we did do the black suit. Even famously in the comics, the way he gets rid of it is he almost give, deafens himself in under the church bells. It's exactly what happens in the comics to oh, get rid of the black suit. Cool. It's exactly how they do the Venom origin. I just think people thought they were going to get Venom proper, mm. and they didn't, mm. which is yeah. weird because I don't understand why people like Venom. But they got but that's Spider-Man not 3, and according to Noah, and I believe yeah. it, I'll take it, it's great. Um, this is this is going to be old news by the time this episode releases, but I, I, I wanted to ask you, with this news coming out, that we might get Jamie Foxx playing Electro again in, a, in the MCU Spider-Man movie, is there a world where we see Tobey Maguire uh, again as Spider-Man, even in Spider-Verse 2, or in whatever they're going to do with Tom Holland Spider-Man 3, which might be Spider-Verse-y as well. Yeah, that is, um, that's a hope, obviously. I think yes. everyone would love to it. see that. Gosh, I heard a rumor that they wanted Tobey so badly to play the Spider-Man that gets killed, because that would have been like a bookend in Spider-Verse. Yeah. That would have been a bookend to his storyline. But as it stands, I mean... It, They've established there's multiple Spider-Verses, multiple worlds. I, I, yep. I would love to see. I think Tobey Maguire, he just likes gambling too much. I don't know if you know this. He's a renowned poker player, apparently. <laughs> and what? so, yeah. No, he, he, like, he made like $29 million on the franchise and then just flipped it and started doing poker games. It is incredible, apparently, at poker. So wow, weird. Yeah. So, he's, so he just likes doing that. I don't think he likes acting. I think he's kind of done with acting. <laughs> yeah i mean i mean though if you could get a cameo of him as spider-man again i would be so pleased I wait, would be... this leads me to my question mm-hmm. uh i want to ask both of you who do you think is the best spider-man eddie redmayne is in this as well um I'm andrew gonna, garfield gonna go, uh, andrew garfield is who <laughs> eddie i literally you said <laughs> eddie redmayne like... and my brain stopped for a second i looked off into the distance and i went okay Sorry. yes andrew i gotta be honest garfield, i haven't no. seen the theory of everything so if that connected into the universe somehow and i, I just missed it <laughs> that I'm is a sorry, spider-man movie think. man is it um, yeah I'm, it is i'm You're, gonna be yeah. honest i think my favorite is tom holland and yeah. i think it's tom holland i don't think it's anything tom does although i did like having an actual like at, especially in um homecoming where he like looked 16 like i loved mm. that yeah he but does I, look the right age i think what they didn't do well with andrew garfield 
was have him running his mouth during fight scenes, which is what Spider-Man in the comics is famous yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what Tom Holland has done consistently from the beginning is mm-hmm. have that Spider-Man wit from the comics during the fight scenes, and I just eat that up. So I yeah. honestly love that about him and his performance. Yeah. Noah, mm-hmm. who? Um, it, it's tight between Toby and Tom. Toby had Toby kind of didn't talk too much either. Like Tom Holland mm-hmm. really has nailed the talk. Toby, I remember one time in Spider-Man Two, he gets a he gets a bag of like coins thrown at him, and he throws it back and says, "Here's your change." And that's like the only <laughs> time he's ever said anything. I think I think I think I like Spider-Man Three so much more because the villains, the storyline is really compelling to me. I think I'd actually yeah. go Tom Holland might be my favorite, with an honorable mention for Shamik Moore as Miles Morales because mm-hmm, yeah. that was such a great performance. Yes. I mean, yes, everyone yes. in Spider Verse is like. The best of the yeah, best. Spider Verse is incredible. Jake Johnson, yeah. is that his name? Jake Johnson, new yes. girl. Yeah, Jake Johnson. He does Such Peter. a good, uh, yeah. like the, old Peter, the, the washed up Peter. Water, yeah. yeah. I I think my only problem with Andrew Garfield is that I like his Spider Man and I just don't buy him as Peter Parker. Yeah, I liked I, the movies. I, I thought the movies I, were fun yeah, and whimsical. But you, you but tell like, me this yeah. this this hottie was bullied in high school and couldn't get a girlfriend. This yeah. one, yeah. Okay, I was like, he is pretty attractive. <laughs> he, him and uh, him and Emma Stone. I think they they. They messed up making a Spider-Man movie because they could have just had like I would have watched two hours of just them like yep. on and off again relationship. I would have watched. They that, had great like, chemistry. Yeah. They had enormously great chemistry because they're dating during the whole like production. Uh, <laughs> We're dating. <laughs> but like, I, I yeah, I, I would have liked to have just seen that. I don't even know why they needed to make it Spider-Man. You know, <laughs> they could have just had that. Yeah. Just give me that. And you then know. Before- before we wrap up, I just want to say, when it comes to Tom Hardy's Venom. Mm-hmm. the the only thing that works in Venom and it carries the whole movie and it better be even heavier in the sequel is the homoerotic relationship between Tom Hardy and the symbiote. It is I didn't some of Venom, the gayest so, shit yeah. I've ever seen and it's so fucking funny. <laughs> and then they try to give like the female lead like romantic stuff with him and put her in the symbiote. I suit. forgot she was like, in this it. This doesn't work. I forgot yeah, she was it in work. it. Yeah. It doesn't work. Mm. The relationship that drives that movie is the weird, submissive, dominant, homoerotic relationship between the alien in his head and himself. I mean... Huh. That's a good that's subtext. Also, that's also yeah. in a lot of the modern comics, because you'll, like... We'll, they'll talk to the writers on Twitter mm-hmm. and be like, hey, is this intentional? And they're always, like, winking and nudging. Like, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... it's And it's... And I say that to, like, straight men all the time. I'm like, yeah, Venom's super gay. That's the only thing I like about it is how gay it is. And they just yeah. look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, watch it again. Same with Fight Club. But, like... Oh, that Fight Club? Come on. Gay. Fight Club's mm. so gay. <laughs> it's yes. so gay. That Thank is so, yeah. like, they're, come on. <laughs> Someone's like, what's gay about Fight Club? I'm like, you remember the time? The whole movie. <laughs> where um, he's jealous of Brad Pitt's attention to the pretty Jared Leto, and so he beats the shit out of him, mm-hmm. but they're the same person, so he's actually just beating up his own homoerotic tendencies. Yeah. That's what that's what that movie is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I didn't mean to go on a gay Fight Club And it's rant. great. It's so And it's good. a great movie. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, um, I do have, oh, I think, yeah. just uh, something I am going to take away from this episode, because I think it's pretty funny. I think in further episodes, when we need somebody to explain something, we're going to say, can you Timmy that for us? What does Timmy mean? Timmy, Timmy was the one who explained all of Spider-Man to him, his friend. He explained the whole movie to me. He did that with Spider-Man 2 as well. And I was like, okay, sounds all right. But then he did Spider-Man 3. I was like, this movie sounds amazing. <laughs> I need to see this. Yeah, we actually we actually call it. That's a thing in my family. We'll be like, well, when you get like really excited about a movie and you start like over explaining it, my dad will turn and be like, "Hey, don't Timmy this for us." So you guys are more than welcome to add it to the cabinet if you want to be like, "Oh, we're getting Timmy right now." Yeah, yeah, 
It's very cool. Uh, so as we, as I'm, this is, I'm great at transitions. So as we wrap up, <laughs> so stop talking. <laughs> the last thing we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna pitch Noah some of our ideas. Noah's gonna give us a genre and an object, and we are going to have 30 seconds to pitch him what we want. Who's going first? Uh, I'll go to the bathroom and hide first. Cool. So give me the headset. Get out of here. Okay. Okay. Dagny is Ooh. no longer with us. She cannot hear what Noah's saying. Um, let me get the timer up. No, if you want to tell me what it is, and I'll get the clock ready. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, if this one's a little too raunchy, but I want to see what y'all can do with it I'm because it's it. seemingly impossible. Give me the movie that's going to redeem Kevin Spacey in the eyes of America. Oh, okay. Give me the movie. I actually, I actually, I actually don't think I can pitch you the movie because I actually don't think this happens. I, I tra- I tragically think that he has um, uh, dug himself too deep after this has happened by not willing to admit he did anything wrong. Um, and then just to give a little perspective, I was so offended with after this came out, he, he instead of saying, yeah, I did sexually assault this person, he said, hey, and I, I, ha- I am gay. Now I'm proud and I'm out. And I said, fuck you, you had 20 years to do this. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so honestly, I think, I think he thought in his head there was a way he was going to get to come back to House of Cards and Frank Underwood. He, he um, recorded that video. Those freaky videos. Um, they're so bizarre if you haven't seen them. It's like him with bad audio in his house pretending to be Frank Underwood. On He only releases the videos on Christmas Eve. It's very terrifying. But the other thing is after all of this came out, there's more and more stories. And he's been so good at playing characters that are that kind of creepy. That just, I mean, it's hard for me to even watch him in things. I genuinely, I genuinely think he's one of the few that we as a society are like, no, we're done. Um, so we'll see. That is, that is raunchy. That is a controversial question, and I'm yeah. kind of glad you asked. But yeah, yeah, if you want me to ask a different one too, I can. I just am interested to see. You know what? Let's do. Do you have something that would be like a pitch that we could yeah. do? Let's do a different one. Let's do that, but ask Dagny the same question. Okay. Um, give me, give me the best casting of a hercules live action movie okay so i just i just talked about how kevin spacey's a piece of shit and he shouldn't work because of that um uh uh woods what's his name james woods is a piece of shit and no one wants to work with him because he's so rude but god damn it if he shouldn't play hades (laughs) i would be so upset um he should play hades god who could play megara literally anyone could play megara meg um uh she's so cool i mean I would like to see them because it is ancient Greece do a lot of colorblind casting. I mean, we mm. still have the all black chorus and performing. And honestly, that should just be singers. It should be incredible. But yeah. I would like to see, I mean, Meg could be black. We don't have to do colorblind everything. Um, I think that'd be really cool. Uh, Pain and panic, making the same voice actors. Dagny's going to be better at this. Nothing came to me at the top of my head, but, um, and at least one drag queen involved. I like that. Cool. Yeah. Dagny. Come on out. All right, we'll tag out. We'll see how she does. Okay, yeah. I'll ask her the same one. Dagny, there's there's two questions. The first one's not the 30-second pitch. Where's mine? That's it. I gave it oh, to you. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, here, right, whenever you're ready, we'll go. Okay. So here's, we're going to do the first one first. We did a second one after. Yeah, we'll this do... one is like way too raunchy. I just wanted to see what the, the pitch would be. Um, but Dagny. Yeah. Give me the movie that revives Kevin Spacey's career. <laughs> her face. Uh, I think it would have to be a biopic if he just like, if it's just him and he's like, I did all of this. I'm going to tell you what happened. And he just step by step, un- like tells everything. Oh my God. It's an HBO, like the jinx, but uh, he. You're comparing him to a serial killer, but I don't think you're incorrect. Yeah, that's not that wrong. Like, 
and he like steps to the bathroom he's like killed them all of course but um but you know not killed but i think the only way we would ever see him in a different light is if he actually steps up and owns everything that he did and lays it out on the table we still would be like problematic man but that's hard. the but only also, way i would yeah. see the only way is like if he actually was like this is this this is what i did and i'll yeah a jinx style kevin spacey documentary what that is so i did not no i barely i was honestly expecting what you said too yeah <laughs> i was just an idea i wasn't trying to defend him in any way but no, I, think, I, no. like, I don't think it could happen i just like no no <laughs> yeah that you had an idea yeah. um, okay all right, all right all right a more real one more real one um okay Cast me the best live action Hercules possible. Oh, um, uh, wait. Uh, okay. Start, start your timer now. Okay. Um, I would love for it to just be exactly the movie. Love, uh, same cast, same chorus, everything. Not same cast. Sorry. Uh, with the chorus and everything. Oh, uh, who were we talking about? I mean, Emma Stone. Maybe make her Meg. She would be kind of fun. She's sassy. Um, and then. Who who could be Hades? We could make Tom Hardy Hercules, just because we were talking about him as well. That'd be um, your choice. That'll be I don't know, uh, or make Tom Holland Hades, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that too far? I can't believe Danny DeVito. Time's up. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, how could neither of us say? And Danny DeVito has to be live action film. Yeah, no, yeah, neither of y'all said that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. But instead, Danny DeVito, Hercules. Or no, no well, Hercules. Danny DeVito Hades. as Hercules. Um, Danny DeVito just has to be in it. Make it Meg. I don't care. Make it oh, make Dan, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, like, uh, Wait, I, like Christmas with the Clumps. He plays every role. Yes. I know my 30 seconds is up, but I want to replace everything I said and say the cast of Always Sunny will be the entire movie of Hercules. That's fine. Well, that seems perfect. Charlie Day. <laughs> Who's Charlie Day playing? Hades. Hades. That's not bad. That's not bad. But your 30 seconds was up, so I can't count it. But, it was up. That doesn't count, no, but that you, was my would change. You, this got chaotic. Would you pick a winner? <laughs> Look, the second prompt... I liked yours more, Billy. I definitely got to say the idea of a colorblind cast. Um, That's, yes. Ancient Greece. I mean, really ancient times. Just how like that area in general, you could have a very diverse cast. I think that's great. Dagny, though, you get an honorable mention for actually giving us Jinx Kevin Spacey. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> that's fucked up. But I, it's so, I, I can't believe you actually like Yeah. Yeah, definitely use the second prompt. But that was like <laughs> Jinx Kevin Spacey. What the fuck? Watch us like end up like oh. tonight we lose sleep and we just edit that question out completely. We'll see. I don't know. Um, I well. liked it uh, mostly because I won that round, but you wow. know, the well, honorable mention, the real one was the Herc one. So that's Billy. Yeah, I mean, you know. That is a really good. I do. That was a really good prompt. I love that. And, then, action Hercules. and then Noah, before we head out, yeah. do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, uh, if anyone is is a fan of podcasts, which hopefully everyone listening is, I, I do a podcast called. The Colonel News, uh, that's Colonel, like the popcorn Colonel. And it is a source for reliable news in the entertainment industry. Uh, we got a lot of great stories we're covering. We're definitely covering the online feud between um, uh, Kevin Feige and Martin Scorsese. Um, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, yeah, a lot of great topics like that being covered. We also have an Instagram. You're welcome to follow the Colonel News. Yeah, but it was really fun. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, thank you for doing this, Noah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That was great. Uh, I'm so glad we talked about Spider-Man 3. And I know you were concerned that you would bring in the same thing as somebody else. You did not. No one has talked about yeah, Spider-Man and 3. I, this is, it'll, it will happen. There will be one day when I, I maybe started day drinking and I just thought, you know what? I just found Spider-Man 3 for free. We're going to watch it. We'll hit G- it up. Give, yeah. it, give it a look. 
it's it has great action and and a lot of heart a lot of heart. i love that yeah i mean i'll watch it all right so i'm really bad at wrapping up so billy always makes me wrap up um <laughs> and maybe i'll get better one day so thanks again noah for doing this with us uh this is the Poptimist. it's a podcast about being poptimistic um <laughs> yeah all right so this is me saying goodbye and this is billy saying goodbye toodaloo great toodaloo